you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. This is a pop crave tweet that's from news dropped on the Kelly Clarkson show. Taylor Lautner confirms fiance Taylor Dome will be taking his last name when they get married, which means we will have two Taylor Lautners in that family. It will be officially Taylor's Lautner. I like how hard these two are sticking to like no one is budging. You know, it's very much like a it's like a what is you called a, a dead heat a still stand a standstill. Oh, my God. Oh my brain. It's really it's a standstill. It's like both Tays are not backing down. Taylor Lautner's like, well, I've had this name my whole life and I am a celebrity vaguely. And Taylor Dome is like not a celebrity, but this is also my name. So it's like okay. I will go by Taylor. But also you'd think it would be like, okay, well then like I guess I won't take your last name. Like it's cool, we're modern, we're hip, I'll just be Tay Dome and you can be Tay Lout and but no, well no, she's gonna be Mrs. Taylor Lautner and he's Mr. Taylor Lautner. I know, I love it. He said, I was like, Are you into this last name? Because we already share one name, so it's gonna be extra complicated. We're literally going to be the same person. So wait, you're engaged. Congratulations. I am. Thank That's you. That's exciting. This is my favorite thing to learn about you though. Her name is Taylor. It is. <laughs> like, it what? Is. We either. What were the chances? It, we either keep it super simple or super complicated. Okay, so. do you go by Taylor and she goes by Tay? Yes. Okay, that makes it easy. Or a lot of people just do boy, uh, boy Tay and girl Tay. Oh my God. Like it sounds Tay, like you're in Montessori, like, yeah. like pre-K. Yeah, but either Taylor and Tay or boy That's Tay, right. girl Tay. It's cool to lean in on this one. It's cool to lean on, in on this one because I truly don't know what else either of them are doing. So this to me is like a really bonus. Like they got a Kelly Clarkson interview out of it. I'm not sure what else he's promoting. What else is he promoting? Um, well, because of streaming, everybody um, is starting to rediscover things. Like there were huge pop culture moments. Yeah. And even my seven-year-old daughter, literally I found her watching Twilight, which I love you, but I had to turn it off because she's seven. Yeah. But I, I love the movies and she's. I'll let her watch it when she's older. This is a people headline. I know you're obsessed with it organically. You brought it up two days in a row to me and you've been like laughing at it to yeah. me on the phone. I love it. But what I realized is that it's perfect for who's there. Bryce Dallas Howard values critics and their opinions, even bad reviews. Quote, I love feedback. That's kind of the essence of who's there. Truly. We love feedback. I love a queen who loves feedback. We love feedback. And so does Bryce Dallas Howard. She says, I love feedback. 
<laughs> I just, it's like so funny. She's like, I don't care what the critics say. I love feedback. She says, I assume critics started doing what they did because they loved movies. I just respect that so much and honor that. I love feedback so much because it's the only way that I can grow and develop my own taste and whatnot. Incredible. <laughs> so if it's a slightly strange relationship, Incredible. sometimes when I've gotten an unfavorable review, I reach out to the person and say, thank you so much for speaking no, to this, don't this do and that. this. Don't I actually that. agree with you and I'm going to hopefully overcome that in the next one. But I thought what you said was very insightful. Imagine getting that like imagine, on a imagine. Lisa Frank card to your home address imagine getting that well i wonder if like the the critic who receives that is like is this a power move is this supposed to intimidate me but she means it quite earnestly you know hey it's bryce ellis howard you wrote a review of my new movie jurassic park asshole (laughs) in your magazine like movies 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 just want to say like (laughs) i know you didn't like the movie but i still treasure your feedback have a good one speaking of doing this Amanda Stenberg DM'd a New York Times critic and wrote, your review was great. Maybe if you had gotten your eyes off my tits, you could have watched the movie. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Which I is... didn't see this. Yeah. Was this from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yes. A gay woman also. And then the, oh my. that person responded, hey, Amanda, generally a big fan of your work, but this sure is something. Really wishing you well in your career and life. Have a nice night. Oh, my God. That's very funny. I didn't see that. Okay. Let's... Play some calls because you're listening to Who's There, our weekly call in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619 Who Them because we love feedback. Hi, I just called, but I just wanted to let you know the Rock did have one daughter with his ex wife. French crunch. The Rock did have one daughter with Danny Garcia, and her name is Simone Johnson, and now she wants to be a wrestler. Of course. What else is supposed to do with that, with that gene pool? The fourth generation wrestler, which we've talked about the fact that The Rock has wrestling in his blood, but fourth generation wrestler. She's the first, right? That's some, they they said she's the first. The first ever fourth generation wrestler in the history of the WWE. Right. Uh Very cool. And her wrestler name is Ava Rain. I don't like that. It sounds intimidating. I do think it sounds intimidating. I want it to be like something else. You want it to be like a follow-up of The Rock. I want to be like the pebble, the stone, not the that, pebble. like the stone. Ava Rain. She has 436,000 followers on Instagram, including Alexander D'Addario. Oh, sick. Um, okay, next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, I'm calling about uh, Chelsea Winstanley. I can see why you think she's married based on the evidence that currently exists, but I was following her when everything was originally posted, and there were more stories at the time that showed what had happened was they were at some kind of film premiere in Hawaii or New Zealand, and they were both wearing white dresses, and everyone said they looked like they were getting married, so they just walked over to the beach and took pictures of themselves on the beach as a joke. Um, But once all those stories expired, now it's just a bunch of people complimenting them on getting married. So I'm pretty sure that they did not actually get married. And I believe it was the premiere of Capo. I don't I don't really know what that is. Anyway, crunch crunch. What the fuck? We were bamboozled. I still think they were married. No, I think they're you married. Do- no. <laughs> I do. There are too many comments that don't seem like jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I believe this person though. They were there. They were there. But they don't know Chelsea Win Stanley. They were just bystanders. They were there. I want confirmation. I, know. I want Chelsea to call. I think Chelsea Win Stanley is married, and I think that Dakota Johnson is pregnant, and I will believe those things until I get definitive proof otherwise to the contrary. 
And you believe in Santa Claus. And you believe. (laughs) Okay, next call. Hey, Who Weekly. Um, Dumb sports thing that I actually know, so I'll try to keep it short. When you guys were talking about Ben Simmons and you mentioned he tweeted slow news day, I believe that wasn't about cheating rumors or breakup rumors. There were also rumors the same day Ben Simmons did not play in the final playoff game his team the nets were in um and he was out for like back soreness and people were kind of like okay this is the last game of the season if we lose we're out can you please play and apparently in the players group chat um he someone asked him like point blank are you playing in game four and he left the group chat which is, like, the most petty thing you can do to, like, not respond. Because not only do you – it's not like you leave group chats quietly. Like, the little gray text says, like, Ben Simmons left the group chat. So um I don't know if that was ever confirmed or if it was rumored, but that day Ben Simmons tweeted Slow News Day, which now that I'm thinking about it, maybe they did put out these breakup rumors at the same time just to, like, distract from that give him like slightly different PR because I mean you guys talked about him for five minutes and didn't bring this up once so maybe it worked I don't know conspiracy theory hat on and then in down main um Ben Simmons is also really a terrible basketball player so don't like him bye crunch crunch we didn't bring that up because we simply don't read sports media you know like that's I don't read sports media but that's what I'm saying is like we didn't even know Yes, you're right. It, they did a good job bearing whatever that is to us because we didn't even see the al- the alternative. But I, I do mm. wonder if it is doing any sort of burying for people like you who had like heard the first story and kind of thought it was funny yeah. and petty. Well, our friend Jeff sent me a voice note. Our friend I Jeff message. sent you a voice note? Yeah. And he goes, hey, um, this is just easier for me to like speak out. He's Love a sports that. guy. And he was like, I think that Ben Simmons's slow news day is a response to this group chat drama. And he explained the entirety of the group chat drama. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. I didn't see a thing about that. But in your opinion, now that you know both possibilities, do you think slow news day is about the group chat drama making the news or the breakup rumors making the news? And Jeff said, now I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So even the sports guy is unconvinced. I think it seems like it would be out the, the group chat because the group chat seems like... A, a more thing to call ridiculous, you know, versus the breakup rumors, which now even seem secondary to like something that argu- arguably is more important for his career. Jeff, I don't mean to quote you, but he says, no idea. I follow him closely because the Nets are constant drama and he's in the middle of all of it. I never thought once about his relationship. But now mm. he's saying he could have been referring to bo- to either thing. He has no idea. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know. That's but funny. now there's context. That's funny he pettily left a group chat which is a hilarious thing to do hi Lindsay, bobby timmy um medium time medium time um i was just listening to the pod and i have to confirm um regarding the day of indulgence uh i work in luxury pr in los angeles with a lot of celebrities and can confirm like the kind of point of being included is not pitching out that you are included at the day of indulgence or even like the placement in in style which is very clearly like paid for it's more just getting the products 
into the hands of celebrities and hoping that they just become organic fans of your brand or product and, like, keep asking for more because that's, at that point is when you can actually, like, pitch it out to media and stuff like that. Um, so it also costs a lot of money in addition to, you know, being chosen and selected by Jennifer Klein um, to be included. Um, most of my brands are pretty successful and they, like, kind of look at down on the event and don't want to be involved in it anymore. So um, you are correct that it's, you know, maybe more of, like, a new kind of brand thing unless they have, like, a really good long relationship with Jennifer Klein. Um, I've participated in it in the past for a brand, didn't do much. But, yeah, the whole point is just trying to, like, get those celeb fans overall. Um, Crunch Crunch, Tim Tebow lesbian. Have a good one. I love that call. Yes, that call confirmed our suspicions that it is more of a B2B scenario, like a more of a business to business. We don't really we're not really publicizing what's going on here. But that doesn't mean that InStyle isn't going to publish an entire article listing all of the things that happened. Like mm-hmm. it's still very much like the moment guests crossed the threshold, they were invited to partake <laughs> in a live more organic smoothie made on site. Then by the entrance lay a vast array of snacks, Carnegie Jelly Black and White Cookies, Summer Water, Smart Sweets lesser evil popcorn brock shot baked by melissa oh my god mini cupcakes flown in from new york naturally twizzlers bark thins oh my god moms love bark thins cupcakes and flown chocolates. in they're gonna Cup- be so dry don't fly in your cupcakes brightly colored floor arrangements by flower maid accented every room of the house which was oh. impeccably solid and yet inviting and cozy multiple massage and clothing stations were set up with apparel brands like marine layer lunia splendid <laughs> oh veronica beard my god well when you read this story you don't get links out to any of the brands there really aren't many photos there's like three photos of the actual tables with stuff most of it is just a who's who it is funny to kind of hear celebrities being quoted as shamelessly like i love a deal like mindy kaling is quoted as saying what a deal i love shopping Bryce Dallas Howard calls it Christmas in August. <laughs> Allison Janney said, I'm a real product whore on the way out. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like you're getting this weird other side of celebrities in which they're like, shop, like, shop till you drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love a deal. I'm cheap. In the, in the living room, an acupuncturist offered Kai Wellness crystal ear seeds for the guests, including Leslie Mann, who wore a long pink and white peony floral dress with puffy sleeves that she picked up on a Hawaiian vacation with her family. After oh receiving a neck and shoulder massage, Alice and Jenny draped head to toe in flowering black Zirena dress and carrying a mini Louis Vuitton shoulder bag. Po- oh, God. that's It's like so crazy how many like brands <laughs> tatcha kate somerville milk and honey mutha body butter oxygen oh face God. facials is clinical eo oils new face mini plus oh God, Bristle Farms held a fresh salad bar in Tokaya Burritos Wraps Plantina. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. The lead image last year, as we talked about earlier this week, last year, the lead image on the InStyle exclusive piece about this was just Jennifer Lopez alone outside at the event. This one is a group shot. And it's who is that? MJ Rodriguez, Yvonne Orji, Jennifer Coolidge, Cynthia Erivo, Molly Shannon. Who is the woman in the hat in the middle? Molly Shannon, Cynthia Erivo, Yvonne Orji. MJ Rodriguez. Allison Janney. That's Allison Janney. 
That's Allison Janney. Oh my god. Yeah, she's on an off day. She's on an off day. She looks great. Everyone looks great. I like her hat. The hat sort of obscured her. Everyone looks really nice and fresh faced. And I'm saying that like the way that celebrities tabloids say it. Like they look fresh faced. Like no one's wearing they makeup. Look fresh no one's wearing a lot of makeup. Also, Cynthia, shouldn't you be shooting Wicked? I hear you have two movies to make. Oh what are you doing God. here at Why the Day of Why are you calling her out for not shooting Isn't Wicked? Isn't Wicked shooting like in another country? Isn't it being shot in like I Belfast or something? All I know is that guests hydrated with Fiji water while staff wandered the premises, <laughs> right. offering Suja wellness shots, JNSQ Rosé, Moe Chandon Minis, Berry Lemonade Health Aid kombucha shots, and mini tequila Don Julio margaritas. Okay. Moe, I could not. I was trying to think of the brand Moe Chandon recently, and I couldn't do it without thinking of Vanessa Bayer going Moe Shandon from that (laughs) SNL sketch. Like, I could not think of it not being Moe Shandon. And guess what? Vanessa Bayer's there. What about when you think about when vendors invited guests to to grab size-inclusive Cosabella bras, Halo 42 body elixir, and bottles of fresh tea? Elixir Skin Resilience Activating Serum, Noon Hydration Tablets, and more. When I think about that, all I can hope for is that Pussycat Doll singer Nicole Scherzinger also took a particular interest in the Crate and Barrel utensils and loaded up on makeup junkie bags. Keep reading. If that's the case, then I'm happy. Oh, guests were also gifted Tyra Banks' Model Land gift certificates, which would let recipients and their friends have their very own, quote, posing parties where you'll learn how to pose from head to toe, as Banks promised, as well as New Balance sneakers to wear post-runway training. No one is cashing in those. (laughs) Angela around the corner, Angela Bassett snatched up some crate and barrel kitchen utensils mentioning how she'd just redone her kitchen i love a good spatula she grinned that's what i'm saying it's like it is like truly the lowest i needed new forks it's the bottom of the barrel celebrity gifting in a way that is just so shameless but it's good shit well i would love some kitchen utensils from crate and barrel on their way out each guest collected a grand prize a samsonite gift suitcase i'm just like i'm looking at all these things and it's like you know like a like if it. you're at, I'm just thinking of like um gift bags. Like if you go to like a, I'm thinking of like a conference, I don't know, like a work thing and you get like a tote and something yeah. dumb and like candy that you don't want. Like my kingdom for leaving an event and being given like utensils and a spatula. That's amazing. Good <laughs> That's ones. so from helpful. Cra- from Crate and Barrel. Good ones. Good ones. Also, they called the girls only event. I know for a fact Brooklyn Beckham was there. So don't play mm-hmm. me just because he's not mentioned in your article, Rachel. I know he was there. I know he was there. They cropped him out of the frame. They cropped him out of every photo. God, I'm so glad we finally got these photos. This is me wonderful. Too. Allison Janney, I'm sorry I couldn't recognize you. Yeah. And Jennifer Klein, I'm sorry I couldn't come this year. I just wasn't in LA, you know? I couldn't fly out for this. Next year, I will. I will. I'll fly out. I would love to be cropped out of the frame no at the Jennifer allowed. Klein event. Okay. No, but I could be cropped out of the frame. You can do the thing that I saw somebody write, the Daily Mail wrote about Brooklyn Beckham helping, like, put her, put Nicola's packages in the car. So you can come mm-hmm. and, like, I'll put your put packages, packages in, the, in car. the car. Yeah. I'll put your packages in the car. I'll let you keep one utensil from Crane Barrel. Just a spatula. I want, like, one, like, 100% silicone, like, spatula, please. Okay. Okay. Next call. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby. Um, I haven't watched the new season of Never Have I Ever. You were talking about Lindsay Kaling on the Patreon. And the one thing I do know is that apparently Deacon Reese Philippi is like a big guest star in one of the episodes. He's not playing himself. He's playing a character. It's his first acting role. I'm curious if this is something he's trying to break into. But I was thinking, are the... Witherspoon, Philippi children, Ava and Deacon, are they them? 
I, just on the basis of who their parents are and the fact that they look so much like his parents and everyone's obsession with that. But are they them? Like, are there any other, I guess, like, blue ivy is a them? I guess I'm wondering if some kids are just them by birth, like they inherit it. Anyway, I don't know. Crunch, crunch. Answer his question first. Okay. Are they thems? No. <laughs> They're not thems. They're who's. Great. But here's the thing about Deacon Philippi. His middle name, as the caller said, I'm not sure if you listened or could hear, Deacon Philippi's middle name is Reese. Just like his mom's middle name is Reese. Because Reese's first name is iconically Laura Jean. One word. It's the most like, southern thing in the world. Laura Jean. So he's Deacon Reese Philippi. The reason we know this is because of this iconic People magazine story that is aggregated from TMZ in 2006. Incredible. With the headline, Deacon Philippi's middle name revealed. <laughs> it says, every once in a while, spelled wrong, we get an email in our tips box asking what three-year-old... Why isn't people like this anymore? Why don't they speak in first person anymore? They had to button up. Every once in a while, we get an email in our tips box asking what three-year-old Deacon Philippi's middle name is. Why are people emailing that about was Deacon me. Philippi's that middle name? That was me. That was me. In 2006. In 2006. I was, um, uh, how old? I was, I just graduated. I was 20, 20 and I was emailing people saying, what the fuck is Deacon Philippi's <laughs> middle name? I was say, I was emailing once a week. Once a week I emailed. You know this about me. I know. And they said, truth is, we didn't know. <laughs> His middle name was never announced when he was born. However, this is so... Dark. However, since Reese filed divorce paperwork today, the minor children are listed, and Deacon's full name is revealed to be Deacon, Deacon Reese, Reese Philippi. Philippi. Insane. And the only reason they know this is because of the divorce documents that were filed. So once they divorced, we figured out what Deacon's middle name was, and it is not Ryan. Wasn't Deacon Philippi just a DJ? Like two minutes ago, I swear to God, we he were like listening to his music. And we were being like, he's a he's a singer. He's launching a music career. Early and now pandemic, he wants to be we were an like, actor? I just love this because I have a theory about this. You want to hear my theory? theory? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Okay, so uh, right after Mindy Kaling cast Deacon, she... I hate that name, Deacon. Um, and never have I ever. Yeah. She also cast Julia Louis-Dreyfus's son, Charlie, who has had a longer career acting career than Deacon, mm -hmm. but still very much Julia Louis-Dreyfus's son. And I think Mindy Kaling is kind of reading the like Nepo baby, baby, the Nepo baby commentary, the like discourse out there. And she's like, fuck you. I'm hiring whoever the hell I want. And like hiring all her friends' kids, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it's there's a little bit of like a wink wink take a that stubbornness bitches because yeah. while Charlie Char what's his name Charlie Wallace or Charlie, Charlie Hall or Charlie something. Hall has had more kind of actual acting careers Charlie Hall yeah Deacon is like truly out of nowhere Deacon's never done this before yeah. right <laughs> two years ago he was like I want to be a music producer on this website on the famous birthdays he's called a music producer Deacon Philippi music producer and Famous Birthdays knows. His LinkedIn about, which, I mean, maybe a fan made this, but I don't know what kind of person would make a fake LinkedIn for Deacon Philippi that seemed legitimate, about, I live for music. There's nothing better than finishing a song you worked on for hours and get to hear it in its finality. I started music production when I was in sixth grade and have been mastering my craft ever since. His experience is musician, Sony Music Entertainment, April 2020 to present. 
I don't see acting on here. I don't see the Stanislavski course, you know? He started acting after he stopped updating his LinkedIn. That's what happens. It's just when like you stop this updating is the, your LinkedIn. This is you're so right. This is the this is the prototypical like like nepotism happens in Hollywood all the time, but I think this is the nepotism that gets people most pissed off where it's just like they really just plucked him out of whatever the fuck he was doing and were like, let's put you in a high profile TV show for it's no weird. reason other than the fact that your mom is Reese Witherspoon. Also, man on the street, Timmy said, I watched one se- I watched the entire new season. He plays a private school friend of the main character's love interest. He is in maybe four scenes across two episodes and he was dot 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 not great. That's Timmy's editorializing. You heard it from Timmy. You heard it from Timmy. And we trust He's Timmy because he watched the entire season. And that's more than I can say. So, oh my God, all of these, all of these headlines recently about Deacon Phillippe. Ava and You're Deacon Phillippe star in the latest Ivy Park campaign. With um, headlines that say that he looks like uh, his dad and mom. Well, I'm obsessed with headlines that say he looks like his mom because as a caller so perfectly pointed out recently he looks like his dad they both look more like their dad than they look like reese but what i did notice is he has reese's chin <laughs> he's got ryan's everything else, in a way you're obsessed chin. with the headlines but you're more obsessed with the actual like ge- geography yeah. of their faces yeah it's yeah. true yeah so we talked about charlie hall but now he's getting a lot of headlines because well pr- a lot of attention because he's he just joined been the cast. cast in three kind of high-profile things. Also, the thing about Charlie Hall is that he doesn't have a famous last name. He just has a famous mom, Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Charlie Hall is a sort of, you know, it's a little more uh, generic. His first role was on Veep. Was so Veep. Let's was not, Mommy let's show. not even whatever. But since then, he's been like, he's had significant roles in like various shows I haven't watched. You know, like Love, Victor, mm-hmm. Bel Air moxie you know those mm-hmm. those things and he does like as timmy knows he has um an, a tiktok where he does little tiktok common comedy bits you know yeah he's got a lot They're of followers on tiktok not a huge amount of followers he's not very funny he was in single drunk female had a pretty big lead in big role in single drunk female mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i did watch that show yeah that was cute cool charlie hall and deacon Philippi, two different ways in in a, in, nepot- in the nepotism landscape. Do we think that um, that Deacon will have such an illustrious career, much like Charlie Hall, or do we feel like this is another passing phase and he'll take up photography or maybe he'll become a chef next? He has Brooklyn Beckham vibes to me. <laughs> I think it's. I think He's... Charlie Hall wants to do this. I think Deacon Hall is like, whatever. I'm more intrigued by Ava because I don't really know. Remember when Ava was like, Gender's over, like I'm bi, I'm queer. And like that's kind of that's the did biggest she headline say, I'm we got bi, about I'm Ava. Queer, or did she just say gender's over? I think she might have just said gender's over. She was like, gender is whatever, I'm attracted to people. Mm. So she didn't put a label on it, but she said this. That's like the most attention she's ever gotten. I've yet to see whether or not she wants to be an actor because she's more so than I think Deacon. I think that if she wanted to be an actor, she could be. You know? Mm-hmm. If she wanted some roles, she could get them. Mm-hmm. Like she could, they could, they could write in that Bradley Jackson has a estranged cousin in the morning show season three. Oh my you god, know? that'd be so funny! Now that would be funny. Ava's like, "Hello," I wouldn't put it past that show. Oh, she's gonna be in season three of morning. They're show, just gonna literally replace Reese with Ava and be like, "That's Reese." Why does Bradley Jackson suddenly look like Ryan Phillippe? Like, what's going on here? She looks so young. Like, wh- how did? What did she do? <laughs> you know what would be a real gag if they replaced Jennifer Aniston with Deacon. <laughs> oh, that would be sick. Deacon and Ava playing, uh, playing, playing rivals. Nemeses. <laughs> okay. nemeses. How did All the right. third one end? 
Oh, um, they're still working together, ble- right? It would have to beat this. You have to beat this, but Steve Carell. <laughs> right. Okay. That that's what happened. <laughs> Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was... The talk of the town. Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone It'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the Aura frame. Exactly, with comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the Aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about Aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos you got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, I'm going to watch the new Prey, like the Predator movie, Prey, tonight. And I was hoping you could tell me who is Amber Midthunder. She, the movie's getting a ton of like great press. It's not normally a movie that I would necessarily watch, but I feel like 
getting a lot of good buzz, and it sounds like she's really good in it. And I love that, like, the cast from the older, like, Predator franchise is really, like, backing her and supporting her because we know how toxic, like, fanboy communities can be when a woman becomes the star of the franchise. Um, so, yeah, who is Amber Thunder? Can you build us the invite? Shout out to Amber Midthunder for making me interested in a Predator movie for the first time in my life. I've never seen a single Predator movie. The way that this movie is marketed is so good. Like, it, I think it took me, like, first of all, a while to figure out it was a Predator movie just because of mm-hmm. the marketing and the way that people were talking about it. Maybe because they were like, it's genuinely really good. And also, like, the Hulu of it all and what, like, I just did not know anything about it. And I just feel very, like, I just am impressed of the way that they did it. I haven't even seen it yet. I'm going to watch well, it, though. And I normally wouldn't the, even well, go watch something like this. The poster confused me. I didn't put the font. They used the Predator font in the word prey. But I'm. it took me a while to notice that because I'm just not a big Predator head. I thought the glowing green that's on Amber Midthunder's face implied superhero or like Marvel or DC or something. And I was like, not interested. Don't care. And it said from the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I was like, that's kind of interested, but I don't really give a shit. You still- it wasn't until suddenly everyone was like, wait, the new Predator movie is amazing. And I was like, wait, that's a Predator movie? Right. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's interesting to me that it, the, the way that they're selling this actually works. It doesn't feel like mm-hmm. not, it doesn't feel like, oh, it's like woke predator. It feels very much like, no, this is just like a, a more interesting welcoming angle into this like series of movies that normally did not interest me. And now I'm interested. I don't know anything about the predator lore. So I feel like, but I feel like when you're making a movie like this, when a studio is making a movie like this, I think they have to assume that a certain percentage of the audience is going to go in blind. So I'm not like uncomfortable making this my first Predator movie, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I am. <laughs> I should have watched this last night instead of two more episodes of Baking Impossible. Um, <laughs> what did you watch instead? Excuse me? The final two episodes of Baking Impossible. I, it's a big uh, problem. They weren't even good. They well, weren't I even good. Up, well, guess what I did? I hooked up my VPN and watched the brand new Are You the One UK? So I guess we're <laughs> neck and neck in garbage. We're both making you know? bad decisions. I was like, I could start a league of their own. And I was like, or I could watch the final two episodes of Baking Impossible. Plus one episode of House Hunters. And I was like, I could do literally anything else. Or I could find a really roundabout way to set up my VPN so I could watch a show that is on Paramount Plus UK. There was an episode of House Hunters where these two fools were moving from Virginia to Austin and they needed a space for their 140 lizards. I saw the <laughs> clip that you put. <laughs> I saw the episode the... is called The episode is called 140 Lizards in Austin. I think you should play the clip, honestly. I know we're okay, not I'm, I'm I know it's unrelated, but I think you should play the clip. My love of animals came basically from my dad bringing home all these different exotics as a kid and it led to this niche of reptiles. Now, I have about 140 lizards. About 80 of them are in one of the bedrooms, and the rest have overflowed into the garage. It has definitely been a challenge living with lizards. It's very gross, and I hate it because I'm such a girly girl. And sometimes the lizards will escape, and they're like escaped convicts in my house, and it's terrifying. I'm not compromising having the lizards in the house. The requirement of us buying a house, lizards cannot be in the house. They got to have a place to stay. So whether it's a workshop, some building that gets built. That I feel like is going to be a big challenge for us. Okay, so Amber Midthunder is an indigenous actress. Uh, She is not only the first woman leading a 
Predator movie. Well, that's not so she... shocking. <laughs> Sorry. She is the first indigenous actress who's ever led a mainstream wow. movie, according to this InStyle profile of her. So that's like, that's huge. She's the girly from um, Sunshine Cleaning. Well, there's Sunshine Cleaning, which is a kind of forgettable, but I remember kind of liking it. I love Sunshine Cleaning. Indie movie I with Amy Adams and um, Emily Blunt and their sisters who clean up, who clean up murder decide to scenes scam and clean whatever. up murder scenes to make money. I love because, it. So she has a very small role in that movie. It was her first time on film. And she's like, I, I stood behind Alan Arkin in a scene, which was like exciting. Okay, so the thing about her, though, is she's technically nepotism, but it's not the type of like nepotism we're used to. I kind of don't even think of this as nepotism. It's a dictionary definition of nepotism. <laughs> However, it's not the same as Reese Witherspoon, a powerful white lady in Hollywood, being like, put my son on your show, Mindy Kaling. You know, that's not the same. But it also isn't, I don't know. I mean, her mother is literally a casting person, does casting. Yes. And a her casting father director. is a very successful kind of character actor slash like a stunt guy, which is mm -hmm. interesting because when you search their names on YouTube, you find both of their reels immediately. But Amber's reel, which I thought was really interesting, is an action reel. Like it's her mm -hmm. mother like put together or they put together, put it together together, a reel of her doing all these like cool stunts. So like they're so just like her father, she's trying to sell her as like kind of this action star which worked because she stars in prey yeah she was in a show with her father uh, longmire it was a show they were in together it wasn't like a hugely actiony role but that's clearly the the vibe that her family was trying to curate for her so in that way that's why i think like the fact that yes david midthunder and angelique midthunder are not reese witherspoon but they are successful career Hollywood people. You're right. They You're have right. the skills and they have the insights into like how to build a career and how to start from the bottom. Obviously, so much of it has to do with luck, but like their know-how was absolutely, I think like objectively a factor in her becoming the lead of this Prey movie or getting the opportunity to become the lead of this Prey movie. Of course. She's a member of the Fort Peck Sioux tribe in New Mexico. And so is her father. That's a big part of her story. Also, really cool thing about Prey is that you can watch it with a Comanche. full Comanche dub. That's crazy. I love that. I find it very interesting that her father, David Midthunder, has like is has like one of the longest careers. And he, obviously he's always playing these like native roles. Like he literally mm -hmm. was in Westworld. And I bet you can imagine what role he played. You know, what he kind was a of member of the played. Ghost Nation, right, an exactly. indigenous character in Westworld. Yes. Right. But he so was in a like, ton of episodes of Westworld too. Like he was a big character. He was Dakota. Yeah, no, that was a big plot. I'm not saying it's minor, but I'm saying it is interesting that it's like, he's been typecast his like whole career in these kind of specific mm -hmm. roles and she was in a way a little bit typecast but she's the lead of the movie so it really shows kind of the shifting of the time where no we actually need to look for actors that are that have it all that that are able to like pull this off and more just like oh we need to exactly. fill a, a bucket fill a bucket fill a bucket what do you know what I mean the changing like willingness for studios to like recenter stories so like he's always yes. in these stories as an indigenous person in stories that are centered around like the white person's perspective perspective and then in prey it's like no we're centering it on this woman we're centering exactly. it on her story and i'm sure that that's like so gratifying to her parents to have like oh i'm sure. been in the business made it work but it's like oh god i'm always like the indigenous person in a story about like james marsden in, right. in, in the wild west <laughs> you know like 
I mean, think of how happy Angelique Midthunder must feel. Her mother. That's her mother. That's... Who put together her action reel and posted it in November on November 28th, 2015. She does dirt bike riding, horse riding, firearms, and rappelling. Mm-hmm. There's a little anecdote in one of the profiles of her that came out recently where it says, Amber Midthunder learned earlier than most how to nail an audition. Her mother, Angelique, runs a casting firm in Santa Fe. Amber, as a toddler, sat in her mother's office after school. Like, those are things that don't leave you when you grow up watching your mom a casting director like cast people in movie roles you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's really fully in her dna Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i gotta watch prey tonight hi bobby and Lindsay. um i am just wondering was everyone everyone at marci martin's birthday party this weekend did you know it's normal for your vagina to be acidic crunch crunch <laughs> um, did you know that Marseille Martin had a Shrek themed birthday party when she turned 18 this weekend I did know that Marseille Martin had a Shrek themed birthday party when she turned 18 this week because I saw so many pictures of it <laughs> I've n- never seen Shrek look more glamorous they really took Shrek to like the next level like when I saw Shrek themed birthday party I was like oh god it's gonna look shit but it was like Shrek chic you know what I mean it it's was chic. like it was very it's, um, it's not like, camp fi- like um, whimsical fairy tale like you know, Shrek inspired, but more of the fairy tale thing. Like, right? She, it was she was a, she did do like her Fiona redhead thing, but it was her mm. dress did not look. It was inspired by Fiona's green dress. Like, it was a sexy green dress, and she had like gorgeous red hair. You know what I mean? But she wasn't like in green makeup. Like, she didn't like come as Shrek. Yeah, it wasn't like bright, horrifying, like DreamWorks colors. You know, like it, no one looked weird you know like no one looked silly at all like shout out to Lori Ann Maya and the whole at wife of the party team for helping me bring like I I would never you know (laughs) shout out the party planners but I have to say I watched the like video of all the of the party Uh and I was like wow they really turned it out because it doesn't even look like it looks like if you if I told you Shrek, you'd say, oh, I see the Shrek. But if I didn't tell you Shrek, you'd be like, oh, it's like a gorgeous it's like glam. landscape of like fairy tale vibes. And she had like a yeah. cake that was a big castle and drinks that were themed like, you know, far, far away, which is like, isn't that where Shrek lives or whatever? Yeah. Okay. It says welcome to far, far away when you walk in. And it's woodsy, kind of like where Shrek lived. But I'm just like, when you hear Shrek two themed birthday party you would think the opposite of this (laughs) it's so surprising yeah you would think like silly and campy and like the meme version of shrek which like Uh is another part of the internet but this was like glamour shrek and i love that shrek is so versatile it was legitimately very glamorous and pretty and she i love her caption so much because you can tell that it genuinely means so much to her um it says oh i just accidentally closed the tab it says, ever since I was little, I have believed Shrek 2 was the greatest movie of all Shrek time. Shrek 2. <laughs> we just talked about how Shrek 2 is better than Shrek 1. And for the past 17 years, I knew for my 18th that I would do a Shrek theme party. Best believe if I want it, I go get it. <laughs> and everybody was there. Kelly Rowland, Ryan Destiny, Janelle Monae, Lori Harvey, speaking of. Karuchi Tran. Jill Scott, Jabari Banks. JT from the City Girls, what? Amber Riley, Logan Browning, Sky Jackson, my fave. Miles Brown from Blackish, who's like plays her brother, I think. Everyone, everybody was there. Was everyone at the party? The answer is yes. Did the party look good? Yes. Kelly Rowland loved the party so much that she wrote an Instagram grid post and said, Dearest Marseille, to know you is to love you, period. 
May God grant you and all your heart's desires. And then some happy birthday, genius. Love you. Kelly Rowland said happy birthday, genius. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm just reading this piece about Joe Jonas. I'm absolutely screaming. On people.com, it says he is partnering with a new injectable in his new campaign. Joe Jonas spoke to people about his new partnership with injectable brand Zealman and what his grooming routine looks like. So he's basically on here just being like, boys, we're getting older. Sometimes boys need to smooth out their wrinkles too. Like, this um, is iconic to me. Like, I don't know. I just absolutely love this. Like, has there ever been... Like, um, like celebrity man doing like a grooming spawn before, let alone like a cosmetic surgery spawn. Like, is he a true trailblazer with this agenda? Like, I'm just, yeah, the piece in people is something else. So, um, yeah, take a read and let me know. Yeah, do we have any other, like, like is someone doing spawn for him? Yeah, I wanted to know if other celebs have done a, a male grooming, like, borderline surgery spawn. Um, okay, thanks so much. Uh, grateful for you. Grateful for Sharna. Bye. Joe Jonas gets candid about using injectables in new campaigns. Quote, we can be open and honest. Joe Jonas got candid about using injectables in new campaign. Quote, we can be open and honest. That's the people headline he got in his exclusive spread. When Lindsay <laughs> sent me this thing, she sent me I sent me, you the, the tweet Instagram. Or the Instagram? of the ad that he's doing for the injectables. And Bobby responded, this is not the work of cream. <laughs> I said, this is not the work of serums and creams or something like that. And because I thought that it was just going to be, this is my own gendered response. I was like, oh, this man is doing a post about skincare. You couldn't imagine that he was doing injectables. I couldn't imagine it. And that's on me. And I feel bad. But I was like, look at this man's face. He's he has all the procedures done that everyone in Hollywood has done. That's not, don't piss on my foot and tell me it's raining. You know, like, don't piss on my foot and tell me it's serums. It's Well, they call it skincare in the ad, and you yeah. were watching the ad, and you were like halfway through the ad, and you were like, I'm sorry, he looks way too refreshed to have just have done some sort of skincare. And I was like, Bobby, no, the ad's for It's about injectables. It's about literally like Juvederm. I mean, that's the brand name, but it's about like, um, you know, it's about it? a new Filler. it's about a smart toxin known as zeomin which is a form of botulism it's a form of botox but it's the smart toxin i've never heard this phrase in my entire life no toxins are smart they're not smart get out of here joe jonas i know they say to smart start young but or whatever sometimes but like he's not that old he's so young well that's the whole new thing did you read the like the like the salon story yesterday or slate story that was like the new trend in Botox is to start young, but here's okay. why that's a problem because your muscles become immune to the toxin or something like that. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I'm not I'm not a an esthetician. I can't he give you advice. It, but I will yeah, I can't give you advice. He posted it on his birthday. Like he they're the way that they're rolling, like the way that they tie this, it's like I'm getting a year older, but like I'm staying hot because I'm working with Zeominus Zeomin. Zeomin, the smart Zeoman. toxin. Zeomin. Mm-hmm. It's botulism, but it's a new form of botulism called zeomin, the smart toxin. Ask your dog. Yeah, zeomin. Yeah, you can see his eyebrows are lifted to the guards. Who wants to wake up looking like someone else? Not me. Whether I'm home or on the road or somewhere in between, I try to take care of my skin. Because I believe less is more. I really care what I put in my body. 
I want consistent results. I want something that keeps me, well, looking like me. Because there's no one way to define beauty. With a smart toxin like Xeomin, it's on my terms. Xeomin Incobotulinum Toxin A is an FDA-approved treatment used to temporarily improve the look of moderate to severe frown lines between the eyebrows. Effects of Xeomin may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of life-threatening conditions. Side effects may include allergic reactions, headache, injection site pain, eyelid drooping, and swelling. Tell your doctor about your medical history, muscle and nerve conditions, and all medicines, especially botulinum toxins, muscle relaxants, and blood thinners, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Doses of Xeomin are not the same as other botulinum toxins he looks great he looks great and i'm i'm all for i hate when celebrities clearly get more than when a celebrity is like i just use this 12 dollar moisturizer every day and that's how i look this good that's it's like, true. like you i hate you hate, so much you can't hate this if you hate that you can't hate transparency listen he gave people the exclusive interview and he says i don't think it's necessarily something that we should shy away from we can be open and honest about it and be confident and not really shy away from speaking our truth i guess this is kind of like speaking your truth i personally mm -hmm. care a lot about what i put in my body and with an aesthetic treatment like this i want to be mindful of what was in it tackling his frown lines and even a scar between his eyebrows zeman gave him that little extra boost in confidence he said he needed yeah. and he said okay this is great without being too much for my liking he said i appreciate that it wasn't over the top it's very light I appreciate that this is happening, but I also find it so funny because the Jonas Brothers, like, it takes a particular type of person to be willing to do this. And it just so happens that particular type of person has the last name Jonas. You know, like, they are so shameless and willing. There's a, the shamelessness leads accidentally to progressive content. <laughs> you know, like, by the very nature of them being willing to do whatever the fuck to make money, they're doing something actually quite interesting and progressive. And, like, they're dealing with gender interestingly. Don't you feel still genuinely rocked and shocked that these, that the Jonas Brothers, like, were are relevant again in our culture? I can't believe it. Think about it. Like five years ago, could you have guessed that the Jonas Brothers would reunite, have hits on the radio, marry celebrities. Marry interesting women who are more like, interesting than they are. Be, and then be able to sell me Botox in a way that is like an A-lister is selling me Botox Lindsay? in a way. Yeah. It's Xeomin, the smart toxin. It's I'm not sorry. Botox. Apparently Botox is, Botox is a dumb, dumb, dumb toxin. Yeah. Is <laughs> Botox dumb? I think Botox might be a dumb toxin. So, I mean, if, if we're if we're dealing with a binary here, I think that Botox is a dumb toxin. God, the Jonas Brothers are thems, though. God, that's the thing. They, they behave are, like who's, but they're thems. Yeah, they're like, Fuck. buy our popcorn or whatever. They have one of the most talked about shows on television now. This like, uh, what's it called? What show? What show? The one that's like, who's this? Who am I related to? Oh, fuck that show. <laughs> what's it called? What's it called? Is it talked about? Um, it's called, Everyone's like, talking about it. People call in about it all the time. What's it's it like, called? It's like, I'm a, who's this? It's called like, what's this? Celebrity relative show. It's called Who's This? It's not called Who's This? It's called Claim to Fame. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Remember like Kiki Palmer's sister was on it and she was like, I'm so shy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, and everyone's like, this is who's? It's like, no, these are just like people siblings. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, a woman named Brittany who was revealed in episode two to be the daughter of Brett Favre. It's like, no, babe, mm. none of these people are who's. All these people are Nas, not even Nas, you know? Yeah, that's true. So why are we talking about it? So anyway, Joe Jonas is a them. He's behaving hooly, but in doing so. You know who's always a who, though? Their brother, Frankie. That guy will never be a them. Nice try. He's writing it to, like, the hosting job of Claim to Fame, though. Sure, sure, so. sure. Whatever. Okay, so that's it.
Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I just saw somebody posted that Naomi Biden, who is the president's granddaughter, is watching the Housewives of Beverly Hills. So my question for you is, do you think President Joe Biden knows who Erica Jane is? Crunch, crunch. Lindsay, does President Biden know who Erica Jane is? Unfortunately, the answer is yes, because oh in an L.A. Times God. piece from a few years ago, nope, from last year, we have Real Housewives attorney John, Tom Girardi used cash and clout to forge powerful political connections. And in that, we have a story about when Joe Biden came to L.A. to raise money for the, his presidential campaign and Tom Girardi filled a dining room at the Jonathan Club with wealthy attorneys. Quote, obviously everyone thinks the world of you, and they should, Girardi told Biden, as his then-wife, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane, looked on in a stylish blue dress. So I think yep. he knows who she is. Mm -hmm. Politicians know the people who give them money. They sure do. They sure do. Does he know what happened with Tom Girardi and Erica Jane? I don't, probably not. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely doesn't know what happened with Erica No, he doesn't really no, no, know. No, 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 yeah, but he's met her. He's met her. He's met her. Does Aaron Taylor Johnson know who Anya Taylor Joy is and vice versa? Okay, crunch, crunch. Bye bye. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Anya Taylor Joy, say that 10 times fast. Does Aaron Taylor Johnson know who Anya Taylor Joy is? Does Aaron Taylor Johnson know who Anya Taylor Joy is? I think the answer is yes. They're both young Hollywood. Well, one's younger than the other, but they're both young Hollywood. Mm, do you have any actual evidence for me? I feel like this is a game of I don't know her, and I just want to know if you... Sam Taylor Johnson made Aaron Taylor Johnson watch The Queen's Gambit at the beginning of quarantine, and I'm that that absolutely happened. The chess show, you made me watch The Chess Show, and <laughs> Sam Taylor Johnson said, we're watching The Fucking Chess Show. Absolutely. That's what, you think that? Yeah, Absolutely. He was like, I can't hear you complain about Tenet again. We need our, to take our minds off of Tenet. We're talking about chess. And Aaron Taylor Johnson kind of looks like the guy that Anya Taylor-Joy married. <sighs> Malcolm McRae. Malcolm McRae. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. They're both floppy guys. Little floppy haired Does guys. Does Anya Taylor-Joy know Aaron Taylor Johnson? Well, that's what I'm trying to think. Sure. They're both young in Hollywood. They know who they are. I couldn't find a direct crossover, but I would love to find kind of like a connection. I think for sure Aaron knows Anya, but I can't figure out if she's like seemingly above it all and kind of aloof legitimately or if it's part of the character that she's created. Their names are so similar in a funny way that I feel like they, if anything, they just know each other from like that because they're both yeah. literally like... ATJs and ba, ba, ba. Taylor as ba, middle, ba, ba, ba. you know, they're mm -hmm. all like, they're all, what's his name? Reese Witherspoon, uh, Deacon Reese Witherspoon, you know? Not this Reddit thread. Anya Taylor-Joy and Aaron Taylor-Johnson are both actors with eerily similar names. Why does this bother me? In the subreddit, no stupid questions. <laughs> Can you phrase that as a question, please? No. Oh, it is a question. Why does this bother me? Why does me? this bother me? <laughs> only one answer. There's only one comment on this thread and the answer is always did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Always did. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Who to them? VH1 dating reality TV shows. What Chili Wants, Rock of Love, Flavor of Love, I Love New York, A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, and For the Love of Ray Dre. Crunch, crunch. We're ranking VH1 
iconic VH1 dating shows, specifically the ones the caller mentioned, which are Flavor of Love, I Love New York, Rock of Love, What Chili Wants, A Shot at Love, and For the Love of Ray J. A Shot at Love was a Tila Tequila one. Flava Flav, New York, Brett Michaels, Chili Wants kind of doesn't count in this, so For, for the Love of Ray J it. also doesn't really count. A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, right? Then we had the spinoffs, which were... Charm School. We had Daisy. Well, no one. They didn't answer. On. They didn't ask about those. Is what yeah, I'm but saying. they, they asked about. Asked. Well, I don't care. Those are part of the canon. Real Enchants, even from I Love New York. You even had the ill-fated Megan wants money or whatever, where she uh, almost uh, picked a serial killer as her winner. Mm-hmm. Come on, you got to include. You got to include the good and the bad. The themiest one is Flavor of Love. And I would say, you know, Rock of Love at a close second. And then I Love New York mm-hmm. as a third. But the mm-hmm. kind of the Tiffany Pollard remains kind of the queen of all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. Tiffany Pollard is the blueprint for everything. So. She's the blueprint. She's the, the, la- the, the greatest remaining piece of this pie. I don't think that Charm School counts because it's not really a dating show. But it was a big show. Um, mm-hmm. A Shot at Love at Tila Tequila was pretty buzzy and talked about, like, because everyone, Tila Tequila was very much like a, was a Kim Kardashian figure at that time where people were like, who is this person? Why is she all over my television set <laughs> right. suddenly? Like, <laughs> right, no right, one right. could explain Tila Tequila. And she kind of came from nowhere in a way. Like, there really was MySpace. Yes. Like, people could explain New York. People could explain Paris Hilton. No one could right, explain right. Tila Tequila. Right. We could explain Chili's, but I think that that kind of brings her up to the top of the list because it was like, wait, what the fuck is this show? Tila Tequila is such a fucking disaster area, too. And Tila Tequila came from MySpace. That's like not a joke. Yes. Like, she, if you tried to explain it, yeah. you'd be like, well, she had the most friends on MySpace. It's like, that's <laughs> crazy that that's where she came from. Right. And now it's like, oh, don't Google her. Yeah. So we have like, a shot at love for the love of Ray J. What Chili wants. What was the other one that you mentioned? Megan loves Megan loves money or whatever. Megan loves money or was it I wasn't I love money? I love money with Megan maybe I don't know. And then you had um, Real Enchants, the legend, the legend hunters or whatever. <laughs> Real Enchants Real were the and... were from New York's season. I'm pretty sure. But that didn't count as a dating show. Real Enchants, you know. I get, but they were he was, but it was because women were competing to date them, right? No, Real Enchants wasn't about dating. It was about them, like, they go to, like, the woods and stuff. Okay, <laughs> they went to, like, okay. the woods and, like, did... It was, like, Discovery Channel-ish stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so let's add I Love Money on there. And now we have A Shot at Love for the Love of Ray J, What Chili Wants, I Love Money. I think, no offense to What Chili Wants, I think that that's at the bottom of the list. Weirdly, because even though Chili is the most kind of notable, like... Chili is themier than Ray J, but still, did that show was not. That, tr- no. that show was not it. No, that's true. I think moving up, it's I Love Money, then For the Love of Ray J, then A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. And then we have Rock of Love, I Love New York, and Flavor of Love up top. Mm-hmm. And all of these things, they were infinity. They were infinite sub uh, spinoffs of all of these shows, but these were the main OGs, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's start from the bottom again one more time. What Chili Wants, I Love Money, For the Love of Ray J, A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, Rock of Love, I Love New York, and Flavor of Love. We did it. Tia Maori. Who? Tamara Maori. Who? Tia and Tamara Maori. Them? French, French. Didn't we do this one? Am I losing my freaking mind? Didn't we do something vaguely we, like this? This exact call. I don't think that we've done this exact question. 
who's individually them's when their forces are combined. Is that is that right? I'm not quite sure. I think it is, but am uh-huh. I wrong? Well, it's interesting because like Mary Kate and Ashley are both them's like separate to me. But that but then mm-hmm. you're right. Like if they're themier when it's Mary Kate and Ashley, but Mary Kate they're much Olsen themier when it's and Mary-Kate Ashley Nashley. Olsen is a lot a lot hooier. Mm-hmm. Are there other twins when they're themier together? Yeah, of course. I just can't think of any. Who are those like? hunky is the wrong word but like dopey muscly twins who were on desperate housewives i don't know felicity Edmonds twins i've never heard of charlie twins desperate housewives i think they're both gay maybe i'm wrong the carver twins charlie and max carver because they're who's separately and they're who's together the carver twins Uh Mm uh-huh you asked for you asked for another pair of twins sorry Sorry, I mentioned no, I did. I did. Twins. No, it's fine. I just never heard of them in my life. I think they're both they're gay. One of them's gay. I think Charlie's gay. Uh huh. He was in um, he was in the boys in the band. <laughs> Are we done with this question? <laughs> um, I think we're done with the question. Okay, Tia and Tamara, them. Tia, who? Tamara, who? Hi, Bobby Lindsay. I was hoping that you could rank from who to them. Streets, boulevards avenues, ways, places, expressways, highways, freeways. Who to them? Types of streets. Crunch, crunch. So what we're we're who to theming street, the boulevard, avenue, way, what place, expressway, highway, freeway. I think at the bottom of the list is way. Is way? Just way. Yeah. Okay, I think, yeah. I think we're missing ex- lane. Also, I the th- only one I'm missing, I think, is lane. I don't think lane expressway, freeway, and highway should be on here. Sorry, it's like, are we talking just like we're talking about just like streets? Like we don't need to talk about highways, freeways, expressways. Also, like all similar. Yeah. Also, I don't know the difference between any of those things. I really don't know the difference between any of those. But expressway, highway, freeway, I feel street, like area boulevard, ave lane, we're cutting way those. Place. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Street, boulevard, ave lane, way, place. I think streets up at the top. Okay, I think top of the thing is street. Then I think ave. I think Av is yes. second. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> then I think uh Boulevard. Then I think Boulevard. Then I think Place Lane Way is the is the is the next Place? Thing. Yeah. I guess there's like yeah, prospect place places. Place Lane Way. Lane is Lane like and cutesy. Way feel very cutesy. Yeah, they cutesy. feel they feel a little twee. Cutesy. They feel a little it's like, magical. All right, we have a little too much time on our hands to name this street whatever way. They feel like I'm at an amusement park, you know? Right. Like, it's like it's like where where are these streets leading? Like Restaurant never, Way. Neverland, I'm on Restaurant you know? Way. Right. Yeah, I'm on true. Mickey Mouse Lane. It's very you know? Bobby like living, Larson on a, Lane. living on a street very rural and naming it like Bobby's pl- Bobby's Way. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Bobby's great. Way. There was, like there's no street here. Like this isn't on Google, you know? So we have them to Hoot Street Ave. Boulevard Place Lane Way. I yeah, think that's, that's so that's absolutely correct. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, that's correct. Also correct. This is the correct time to end this show. Thank you for listening to an episode of Who's There. Also Keep correct. calling in because we love feedback. Like Bryce Dallas Howard, call in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. I love feedback. <laughs> Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. For bonus episodes, Discord server, occasional newsletter, and more commentaries. We just recorded a commentary for Widows, the movie that drops this weekend. We love Widows. You can also get all of the VIP audio content on Apple subscription in your Apple Podcast app for the same price. 
pre-order my debut novel, The Old Place, wherever you get your you better. books. You better, you better do pre-order it. it. You better. You better fucking pre-order it. And you we'll see you on Tuesday. Oh my God, we'll see you on Tuesday. We're going to talk about someone named Jutes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Hey. 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 And I love that. Shrek is so versatile. Hi, Weekly Mom. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Timmy. <laughs> Let's try this again. Oh my god. Can you erase uh Timmy, we're gonna try again. Hi weekly, long time, long time. I'm sorry. Oh, no. no, we have a question. No, we really do have a question about name blindness. Normally it's like Dylan McDermott and German Mulroney, but we have a new one, which is Rebel Wilson and Rumor Willis. Because we're watching Now and Then, or Then and Now, as my gay friend's gay husband said, called it. And he thought that Rumor Willis grew up to be Rebel Wilson, like some sort of anamorph situation. So... Is Rebel Wilson, I keep wanting to say Ruth Wilson, Rebel Wilson, Rumor Willis. Ruth Wilson. I know, but not for this example. Is that name face blindness? Also, <laughs> Tommy Lee's penis is still on Twitter. We are very high. Timmy, I'm really sorry for the call right before this. We did... Believe it or not, just for the last, like, 20 minutes to call back. So hopefully this is comprehensible. But anyway, come to Canada. Weed is legal, and it's a wonderful life. Okay, bye. Hey, guys. I've already called it a bunch of times today, but I just heard your segment about the um, restaurant carbs. And I used to work at the Olive Garden when I was in college. And it was, like, the breadstick situation was absolutely insane so people would like go wild for the free breadsticks and the like unlimited breadsticks and salads so because we served so many of them there was one worker and it was her entire job for like her whole shift she just stood and like loaded up trays and um put them in the oven like for eight hours every day that was her whole job and they put this particular woman to work there because she was a bit misanthropic and they couldn't put her in front of clients. So she just, like, coated the breadsticks with butter and then put them in the ovens. And she used an actual, like, it looked like a like industrial-sized paintbrush. Um, and it was, like, a almost like a bucket filled with, like, liquid butter that that looked like it came from, like, a gas station. Like, it was... That eat something you transport like gasoline in, um, and she just spent hours with like angrily coating the breadsticks with the paintbrush. Um, and so when I would get my like free employee meal or whatever reduced, I never ate those because the butter looked seriously like industrial, like it came from a factory or something. So um, I would just get them made without without butter, and then just use dip them in marinara sauce because I saw how the sauce was made behind the scenes, so to speak. Crunch, crunch. 
Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I'm just calling to validate Bobby and his um, sister Schubert's um, role. Um, and maybe it's a Texas thing. I'm in North Carolina, but my grandmother would make the best kind of Parker House rolls at Thanksgiving. And unfortunately, she never wrote that recipe down, so we could never recreate it. But the only thing we could find that was even remotely close to it was the sister Schubert progress rolls in the frozen section and she is from fort worth texas so it may be a texas thing um but anyway sister schubert them my grandmother who justice for sister schubert i love hearing uh, them name on my favorite podcast and sister schubert who i thought was a nun for many many years is not she's just a good old lady who makes good old bread and I can confirm that while they're not a Texas thing, that they do not sell them in New York. And I know that because at Thanksgiving, I bring a frozen two-pack of Sister Schubert rolls to my mother-in-law's house in New York City. Crunch, crunch. Justice for the sister. Bye. Hey, um, Lindsay, Bobby. I guess mostly Lindsay. Um, this is not that important. I guess don't, I don't know, you don't have to play this, but I do think, like, you should run, not walk to go find Sister Schubert rolls. They are so good. I I don't think you can oversell them. Yeah, they come in, like, a tin. You can just, like, pop them in the oven. You don't have to do anything with them. You don't even have to take them out of their container. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, they are so good. You need them at every meal. Um, anyway, yeah, go find Sister Schubert rolls. Rolls. Uh, thank you, just in general, for ranking all of the restaurant carbs. That really takes me back to like, um, like my high school days. Wow, um, what a gift! All right, well, thanks, guys. Uh, crunch, crunch. Hey, sorry, it's like an annoying like Gen Z call, but you guys talk about it a lot. Um, what is the hills? Um, I just I feel bad that I don't know what it is because like I love the OC like. Right now with my baby, and like I thought it was, I thought the hills and the OC were like kind of the same thing, but I like, I don't know if I can Google it. I thought very Cavallari was like based off of like the fact that Christian Cavallari was like, I don't know, like a cook, like a wag, which I hate. It's like so embarrassing for me. Um, and I watched, I watched all the episodes of it, so like, so what if the hills, um, alright, I'm sorry. Love you guys. Crunch, crunch.